0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. How you doing? I hope you're having a good day. Uh, Well, actually, if you are, I'm about to ruin it with another Epstein episode. You know how I am perpetually obsessed with this case, and I don't think it's ending anytime soon. Now, we have covered Jeffrey Epstein on this podcast. We have covered his right-hand lady, Ghislaine Maxwell, and today I want to cover Ghislaine's Right hand lady, a woman who goes by the name of Sarah Kellen. And she is all over this Epstein timeline. She is all over witness testimonies. She was basically Ghislaine's pervy, little fucked up, creepy assistant. Now, we will be talking about this later in the episode. I do want to hold space for the fact that she could in fact, be a victim. But I also want to keep in mind that Ghislaine Maxwell tried to say that she was a victim as well. But I don't know. I just think if you have like a eight plus year history of procuring girls to be abused and trafficked by rich and powerful men, you could be both a victim and what's the other word? Villain? Perpetrator? Those two things can definitely go hand in hand. Wouldn't it be nice to take it to trial and find out what the hell actually went on? So because we don't know exactly the full story, uh, we do have some other data points. And I really want to talk about Sarah Kellen today because, okay, how do I say this in a way that's not creepy? I just want to say this in a human way. There have been some women who Epstein was involved with, and it seemed like they worked for him. Were they victims or were they on his payroll? A lot of these women were young, beautiful models. And what can I say? Like You're always drawn to researching a beautiful woman. And there were women around the Epstein case. One was called Nadia, who a lot of people think was this immigrant that Epstein kind of lured into his circle. And then he got her pilot's license, and she actually flew the Lolita Express and different planes off of his island. And then there's this other beautiful woman named Sarah Kellen, who obviously we're talking about today. And she really fascinates me because she underwent this entire identity disguise after everything happened with Epstein. She got married, so her last name changed. She dyed her hair from blonde to brown, and she really tried to kind of like dust all of this off. And call me crazy when it comes to Epstein, I think that this isn't something we should be The only reason we should be dusting it off is so that way we can read the black book a little bit clearer without all of the dust on those pages. So sit back, relax, and let me tell you a little bit about what we do know about Sarah Kellen, and then we'll end with what we don't know and where we think things could be going in the future. So obviously, last year was kind of big for the Epstein case because we had Ghislaine Maxwell on trial. She was 60 years old, and she ended up being jailed. Thank God we got a little bit of justice, Uh, you know. Still not the main kahuna, but whatever. So I said before that Sarah Kellen, she was uh, 43 last year. She has not faced anything for her involvement in Epstein. And during the Scalane trial, multiple different witnesses, victims of Epstein, said blatantly that Sarah Kellen had played a similar role as Ghislaine Maxwell in this giant sex trafficking scheme. So it's important that she started working in his office building, Epstein's office building, on the Upper East Side in 2002. You know me, anyone who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein, After the year 2006 is, in my mind, dirty, rotten scandal because he was already convicted in Florida for what he did. But anyone who was in his circle before 2006, I'm still suspicious, but it can't be as damning because he wasn't officially convicted yet. So anyway, so she started working with him in 2002. Now, what was her role? A lot of different people and Epstein's private pilots have testified to this, that she was a personal assistant for both Epstein and Maxwell. And there's some photos, I'm gonna be putting them up all over Instagram this week. You see photos of her and Jeffrey Epstein and he's like hugging her from behind. There's one creepy photo where she's massaging his shoulders. She's walking around the Upper East Side with him in like a very nice bougie looking outfit. And she could be a victim. I'm just saying she looks very put together And she's out and about with Jeffrey Epstein in a way that he wasn't with Virginia Giuffre or any of these other trafficking victims. So let's get back to what her duties were. And this is all witness testimony from Epstein's private pilots. Apparently, Sarah Kellen would schedule flights on the private jets, the Lolita Express. She would arrange for victims to be on those flights. And she would also arrange the massages up to three times a day where Epstein would rape his victims. And one of these victims on the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, her name was Carolyn, she testified that on at least one occasion, Sarah Kellen had taken nude photos of her before one of those massage appointments with Epstein, and that she was paid hundreds of dollars for it. She also, this woman, Caroline, also testified a few other things, that Sarah Kellen was the one who created these actual appointments for her to be molested, that she sent cars to pick up trafficking victims, and that Sarah Kellen quote, knew what was going on. She was older than me, so she was an adult. She knew what was happening. And it's really heartbreaking to hear these witness testimonies because, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, you know, like, <laughs> not, not to be like, it's a woman's issue, but I think a lot of these people, and we talked about this when we had my sister-in-law, Haley McNamara, on, A lot of these women are lured into these dangerous situations because they see another woman there and they feel like they're safe, right? Like uh, Jeffrey Epstein, I don't know if I want to go to his ranch in New Mexico, but his girlfriend Ghislaine is going to be there and she seems nice. So, you know, maybe it's safer for me to go and then boom, you're in a fucked up trap. So a lot of these witnesses are saying the same thing about Sarah Kellen, Mm -hmm. Courtney Wilde age 33, is testifying that when she was just 14, still in middle school with a mouthful of braces, she first walked through Epstein's doors in Palm Beach and she saw Sarah Kellen. and quote to her... Kellen's friendliness made the situation seem so normal quote you're 14 years old and you go to a mansion and then Sarah Kellen I mean she's a beautiful woman too she's very nice you know escorts me upstairs and it was kind of weird but I just kind of went with the flow of what everyone else was doing so how heartbreaking to like use this woman woman sorry guys it's gonna be a rough episode to lure other women into that mansion Also, there was another victim here, Rizzo, who testified that when she refused to have sex with Epstein on the island, Sarah Kellen took her phone and passport and gave them to Ghislaine Maxwell. And at that point, she said she was threatened. So not only is this woman allegedly creating the appointments for girls to get molested, sending the cars to pick them up, taking pictures, leading them up to that horrible massage room she's also taking away phones and passports when girls don't have sex so i'm not really gonna find the word is that extortion is that blackmail is that a hostage situation is that kidnapping well we definitely know it's trafficking and molestation but just horrible on accounts if this is true there's no way that sarah kellen can claim oh i didn't do anything bad I am so excited to tell you this week about Saqqara and their flexible signature nutrition program. I have been eating on this plan for the last week and I love everything about it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk about how I was vegan for three years. You know, I typically eat about 80% vegan. It just feels more aligning. It just makes me feel great when I do it. And coinciding with the fact that as creative as I like to think of myself, I never know what to cook. I never know how to put together something. I love looking at food online, but I can never seem to make interesting meals for myself. And Sakara is fantastic for this. They give you meals that are ready to eat. They're delivered to your door and they are so Healthy. They're going to make you look and feel your best. They're plant-based and they are fun. Like I this week have eaten a pumpkin pie parfait, a vegan burger, a sweet potato bowl with this maple syrup sauce for breakfast. I'm having chocolate love muffins that have like coconut oat crumble on them. It's absolutely fantastic. So... If you want a little taste of this, haha, uh-huh, Sakara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their science-backed ready-to-eat meals are going to deliver results that you can see and feel from weight management and eased bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. So right now, Sakara is offering Fluently Forward listeners 20% off of their first order when they go to slash fluently or enter code FLUENTLY at checkout. That's S A K A R A now what's interesting is that when Ghislaine Maxwell was at her hearing and her trial, the U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan was asked a little bit about the scope of like what Ghislaine did in this scheme, and they talked a little tiny bit about Sarah Kellen. This is what Judge Nathan said. She identified Kellen as a knowing participant in the criminal conspiracy and said that she was a criminally responsible participant. And then they asked, okay, why wasn't Sarah Kellen charged along with Ghislaine Maxwell? And this answer gives me a lot of hope. It says, I think that's probably phrased more accurately as why she wasn't charged yet. And there's this badass attorney who fights for all of these Epstein victims, and his name is Brad Edwards. And this is what he said about the situation. The way I see it is Sarah has been given dozens, if not hundreds of chances to potentially reposition herself in this narrative. You're either on the side of the victims or you're on the other side, which is the side of the bad guys. And I think that's the most baffling thing About this Epstein case, and I'm working on a "Why I Hate Jimmy Kimmel" or "Why I Think Jimmy Kimmel Is Bad Vibes" episode for a couple weeks down the road over on Patreon. And one of the things that inspired that was the fact that Jimmy Kimmel recently was making fun of Aaron Rodgers for talking about the Epstein black book. And to me, anyone who doesn't want to know or talk about who was in that black book. Let's take a look at you. Let's get you in the chair and investigate you, too. Why in the God green fuck would anybody not want to know who was on Epstein's black book? Like, why would anybody try to stifle that information? And I think the same thing when you think of Epstein's drivers and chefs and personal assistants like Sarah Kellen. If you were truly innocent... The first second he died, wouldn't you be running to the authorities and being like, look, I can give you names. I will help you out. I'm on the side of the victims. Let me tell you everything I know. So we do have the tiniest morsel of something that Sarah Kellen has given us. And this, of course, is after she has dyed her hair, changed her last name, She's living in this, like, bougie apartment in New York. We'll get into that later. But there was an interview that she did very, very briefly with The Sun in 2020. And she described herself as a victim of Epstein, and she said that she was raped and abused weekly. So she was approached by reporters when she was walking out of her New York City home. Just for reference, it is $3.4 million. Good God. She married a race car driver. Are they really making that much money? No. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get into that later. And she said, quote, I've been made out to be such a monster, but it's not true. I'm a victim of Jeffrey Epstein. And look, I I also don't want to completely write off that that couldn't be true because Sarah Kellen, although she is shrouded in mystery, obviously, she does have a unusual and... I don't know what other word I would use, I guess disheartening childhood. So she actually was a part of the Jehovah's Witness community, and she was married, I believe, at age 15, and then she ended up getting divorced from that man at age 17, and then very soon after that, she was brought into Epstein's world. And we do know that Jeffrey Epstein does prey on young, vulnerable women who don't come from the most solid foundations of a background. So her spokeswoman, Tracy Schmaller, said very soon after Sarah was brought into Epstein's world, he began to sexually abuse her, and this abuse went on for years. Sarah was targeted by Epstein and Maxwell when she, like many of their victims, was extremely vulnerable, struggling financially and emotionally. Now Brad Edwards, going back to that badass attorney for the victims, said that Sarah Kellen actually applied to the victim's compensation fund but she hasn't come forward to help other victims of the pyramid scheme. That makes me feel a little funky. Okay, here's what he said about this. She's been given ample opportunity to help victims, and she flat out refused. If she told the truth and provided evidence, then it would destroy Ghislaine. There is no help whatsoever that she could ever provide Ghislaine. So I find that really funky too. Like if you were a victim of Epstein and Epstein is now dead and Ghislaine is now in jail, how are you going to apply to try and get money from this victim's compensation fund, but you're not going to do anything to help put these people behind bars? Like if they, I don't know, like I know it's a hairy subject to talk about. That just strikes me as a little bit strange. Let me know what you think. And I just want to end this section with the last quote from Brad Edwards, which I think is really powerful. He said, Sarah Kellen has more evidence and information of who all the bad guys all were and what their conduct was that would assist the prosecutors and that would assist all of the victims and that would help to bring closure to hundreds, if not a thousand victims. And ain't that the damn truth? Because we've been... You know, sitting here with our thumbs up our ass since 2006 wondering, okay, like who was on the plane? Is it what the QAnon people say and Beyonce was on there? Is it what the nerdy people say and it was an MIT scientist? Is it the Republicans say that it was Clinton and then the Democrats say that it was Trump? And who actually was on the plane? Who was on the plane just for business? Who was on the plane molesting? And if there's anyone who could help us with these answers, it's Sarah Kellen. So it's like, why are you not coming forward? Let me tell you a little bit about Chime good money habits, they start with your very first paycheck, and if you just scored your first job, you've got an opportunity to jumpstart a healthy financial journey. When you sign up for Chime and you link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft for up to $200. And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, there's no minimum balance, and no deposit required to become a member. So, you can sign up for a Chime checking account today to link your paycheck It only takes two minutes, and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash fluently. That's Chime.com slash fluently. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank banking services and debit card provided by the bank corp bank non-applicable or stride bank non-applicable members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depends on payers spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply see chime.com slash spot me now according to the miami herald which shout out to the miami herald they were the ones that really blew the case off of all of this like i found out basically everything about Jeffrey Epstein at the beginning from the Miami Herald. They dug their feet in and they were not swayed or bought off. They brought this case to light. So I could kiss them square on the mouth if they weren't a newspaper. If they were a person, I would. But according to them, Epstein allegedly gave Sarah Kellen. $250,000 just before he died. So they still had a relationship past 2006. She was photographed with him in 2012. At this point, she had dyed her hair brown. But there were all these different data points that basically said up until, I don't know, right before he died, right? What was that? 2019. They were still in contact. He was still giving her money. So what is she up to now? She married a NASCAR driver, turned investor, this man named Brian Vickers. And she has rebranded herself as an interior designer. And she goes by the name Sarah Kensington, and she's got this brown hair now. So her and her husband, they live in New York in the Soho area, and then they also live in Miami. And their place in Miami is like a $5 million condo in Miami. Where in God's green gravy is all of this money coming from? That is just $8 million alone in two different houses. And she has been seen out and about in New York, going from her penthouse in Soho to a personal trainer studio where the lessons are, of course, like $150 an hour. So she's living the high life. And I really just doubt that she is actually interior designing. So it's a little bit of a hairy situation. And women like her, that pilot Nadia, I'm I'm just very intrigued because we know the big names. We know Epstein. We know Ghislaine. This was a business. This was an industry and a lot of people were involved. And that's why it's so crazy to me that years and years and years, literally four, have gone by since he died and we still don't know who else was involved. But these people do, and they're not saying anything. So let me know what you think about Sarah Kellen. Do you think that she was just an innocent assistant of Jeffrey Epstein? Do you think that she was a victim? Do you think she was a victim-turned-assistant? Do you think that she was in on it the whole time? Why do you think she isn't saying anything? It's all very interesting, but I will say I have a lot more faith. Not faith. We've been let down. Epstein's dead. Ghislaine didn't give anyone up. But I will say the group of Epstein victims that have banded together that were in that documentary, Filthy Rich, which you should go check it out on Netflix if you haven't already, and this fantastic attorney, Brad Edwards, I really think they are getting down to the bottom of it. I know that they're also putting a lot of pressure on a celebrity chef that used to be um, Jeffrey Epstein's private chef. That will be in the Jimmy Kimmel episode. And I think it's a good idea to put pressure on these people because there's now not the worry that Epstein's going to come for you. He's dead. But these are people who were in his everyday life who know who else molested these girls. Give us the name of the politicians, the businessmen, the celebrities, the podcasters. The in- like give us the names of anyone who was involved. And maybe there's a higher chance that that could happen now. So as always, let me know your thoughts over on Instagram, or if you're a Patreon member, we just started a Discord channel, which uh, I'm still getting my sea legs with it, but I feel like such a cool little hacker when we're all in there on the Discord channel, because I feel like only, I don't know, like nerdy guys use it, so I feel very highbrow using it. So we can go talk about it there, and head on over to Instagram to see some of these photos, and watch Sarah Kellen change her complete face and identity over the time span of a few years. So thank you for hanging out with me and I will see you on Friday for a Patreon episode and on Monday for a public one. Bye guys.